0: The college basketball experience. Creighton Blue Jays 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to SportsGamblingPodcast slash WinBet. That's sports slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Yes, use the promo code NFCBeast for 15% off, active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. But in general, you got to hop in the merch store. We got these College Campus Tour Edition t shirts. You got to check it out. So do that and then do us a favor and let it ride. Hey, this is John Sally, and you listen to SGPN. Let it ride. Woo-hoo. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience. Creighton blue Jays 2022, 23 season preview episode. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the
1: land down under where a man thinks on his feet, Speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar.
0: I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Oh, yes! It is an it, it's a very exciting time. I think to be a Creighton Blue Jay fan, I know the town of Omaha is probably rocking. It's always rocking though, man. Shout out to the and subscribe to the college baseball experience with Noah Bina. Cause I know they do a great job there in Omaha and look, subscribe to the college football experience, the college baseball experience, the college basketball experience. We're all together as one on, on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, I am joined by, I mean, former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and West Virginia university and host of the Ryan and rush show which uh you should check out that podcast as well as he is host of the NFL gambling podcast so just all over the board you're going to hear him all season long here on the college basketball experience uh so give it up for my guy Ryan McIntyre how you doing Ryan I'm doing good
1: Colby uh interesting team here with Creighton expectations low last year they overachieved but this year expectations are as high as ever back in Omaha
0: Yeah I mean Greg McDermott I mean, you look at, at, at first off that record, this is just at Creighton in Omaha. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm putting it up on the screen. 276 at 131 in 12 years. He's only had one losing season in Omaha. And that was in 1415 when he went 14 and 19. I mean, it's hard to find overall. He's got 556 wins in his career as a coach at stops, you know, all over the place. Wayne state, North Dakota state, Northern Iowa, his alma mater. Uh, Iowa state and then Creighton. Um, I, I mean this, I, I actually believe just blindly before we, I know we're going to get into all, uh, everything. I I think, you know, this is the bet like from a on paper standpoint, which we'll go, we'll go through, but I think this is probably the most excited ever Creighton. Blue Jay fans probably have been even the fucking Benoit Benjamin days with Willis Reed. Uh, I think uh, this has got to be one of the more exciting time periods to be a Creighton blue Jay fan. I mean, yes, those years in the Missouri Valley, um, the Valley was always a blast, but since they came into yep. the big East and now you are really starting, they they've been fantastic since joining the big East. I mean that if you, if you pull up the the year by year numbers uh, since they have uh, joined, joined the conference and you look and say, okay, well they jumped to the big East in 13, 14. Uh, these were the records 27 and eight in year one, I'd say they were ready uh, then 14 and 19. Okay. That's the one losing season. Then 20 and 15, 25 and 10, 21 and 12, 20 and 15, 24 and seven, 22 and nine last year, 23 and 12. And they gave Kansas a little bit of a scare uh, in, in the tournament, if memory serves me. Correct. Uh, I know they yes. lost. They, they they got hit with a couple injuries. I feel like that kind of really hurt them. But uh, I will say this since they've gotten gone in the big East, they've only got to the third round once of the NCAA tournament, but they have been dancing five of uh, the, what the nine years. And they've had a winning record every year, but one year and we could pull it up within the big East too. I mean, 13 and 14, 14 and four in the big East, then your four and 14 season, then nine and nine, 10 and eight, 10 and eight, nine and nine, 13 and five, 14 and six, 12 and seven. So that record. Also, only one losing season within conference play. Fucking phenomenal. That is phenomenal. What do you make of all that?
1: Well, you mentioned it when they joined the Big East, everybody kind of was like, what a weird fit cuz they're in Omaha, north. They play a bunch of northeast schools, and I thought McDermott's son, Doug McDermott really helped get that program going in the right direction with him and Etienneique back in the day. But I mean, you, like you said, they were right there. They beat San Diego state in the round of 64 last year and they had Kansas on the ropes who won it all. Obviously, if not for a couple of big plays by Baji down the stretch, they might've been moving on. And then who who knows how far they would have went. I mean, Kansas obviously won it all. They probably played Kansas the toughest other than uh, Carolina in the finals.
0: Yeah. 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 And I mean, I know they had some great years under Dana Altman, but McDermott has it going. And I, I tend to think at least in my lifetime that I can recall, there's more buzz about Creighton this year than I can ever recall. Mm-hmm. So that there's, there's two sides of that though. There's the fact that it's awesome to finally reach this plateau where it seems like you're bringing in, you know, and you've been consistently a 20 win team in college basketball of the past eight years. Um you're in one of the best conferences in college basketball but now all of a sudden it's that next step can you take that next step get to a final four get to a uh, elite 8 or a national championship something like that we will see uh you look back um from a season ago and and you try to make sense of uh the numbers obviously i know i know that the injuries were just a very very big deal uh a season ago uh Cockbrenner I I could have swore I was trying to do my my homework on this on on what else they, I thought they had another injury but I, I I I was drawing a blank I thought they had one other injury I'm not sure if it was uh I'm looking at the game slate from last season maybe it was Alex O'Connell that went down late I feel like but either way uh very talented roster a season ago. And when you look, when you look at everything, um, this was a team that I think returning most, most of their production. And that's another thing is last year, we didn't really, we didn't really think they were going to be setting the world on fire. We kind of thought, eh, you know, I remember they lost the kid, to Texas uh, Bishop, but what a great year. You look, you look at the numbers here and uh, 42nd in the nation in field goal percentage, 42nd in the nation. Um, that right there is pretty damn good. And they're always been really good. How about this? They were also 20, uh, t- uh well 29th in three point attempts, 24th in the nation, three point attempts made uh, 67th in percentage. Um, just a really good offensive team. I mean, I think that's one of the things you, 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 we, we should probably point out is, Hey, can they, can they get better defensively? And will they, you know, 43rd in the nation and assist a season ago the, the offense was flying the, the offense 50th in defensive rebounding. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how they do this year. Uh, let's get into what is returning. Um, well, you got, I think one of the biggest news is the health of Ryan Kalkbrenner. He's he's a, he's seven one. And I know he's a problem in the big East. We yes. saw him go down with that, that injury, right? Uh, I think it was a knee injury in the Kansas game. I think he's pretty important to this team. Yes. They have a freshman uh, Frederick King who's six ten, but other than that, those are the, really their, their height of this team, those two guys, Uh, but they go out in the transfer portal. Well, well, they get, they get one of the, one of the best players I think available in the portal. I want to say 24 seven sports had him rated as the number two guy to get in Baylor Shireman. Uh, what'd you make of that get? Because we we knew Nebhard was returning. All right, we knew they had a great recruiting class a year ago, and now a lot of these kids, Trey Alexander, Art Arthur Kuluma, um, and and a few other guys were returning. But what'd you make of the Shireman get?
1: Shireman was huge. He's a lefty. He kind of does a little bit of everything. I mean, you look at his stats; it that, that just says it right there: sixteen points, eight rebounds, five assists. He can light it up from downtown 47%. He's going to be a really good Crayden guy, just mold right in with uh, Kalk Brenner and then as, as well as Nemhart in the backcourt. So huge, huge gift for Crayden.
0: Well, and, the, and they also got Francisco Farabello coming in from TCU, who I think can be a critical guy uh, yeah. on this team. I, I really think like. You know, you might see that and say, "Ah, oh, he only averaged a couple of points a game down there in Fort Worth." I think he's going to flourish more in McDermott's uh, system than Jamie Dixon's. So, I think that's a very good get. And how about this recruiting class? I feel like we we got to talk about uh what they bring in because there are some big names that they they brought in uh that are freshmen. One of, one of the great names is Ben uh Stolzberg, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Shireman. Stolzberg
1: yeah. Shireman, yeah.
0: Stolzberg, out of Northridge, California, right here by me. Uh, they also bring in Frederick King, a six ten center, the one that I was alluding to with the height. Uh, they also bring in Mason Miller and 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 Jason Green, the uh, Jason Green from from Omaha. I'm telling you that that recruiting class past couple of years, all of a sudden they've been able to bring in some big time classes. What, what do you make of all the new faces? You
1: know, and they've done a good job of not having guys transfer out, especially in this era with the NIL and transfer portal. So yeah, no, I think uh, Schultzenberger, he's going to have a chance to be a good creative program guy and same with King. I mean, I, it's a good class, especially to pair it up with those two uh, transfers, Farabello and Shireman. So yeah, but great off season for the blue Jays.
0: Yeah. And just the growth of Alexander and Kaluma should be something we, and even Cockbrenner, um, uh, they did lose Ryan Hawkins. They did lose Alex O'Connell and Keyshawn Feasel. Uh, how big are the, how big do you think those losses? I mean, obviously Hawkins and O'Connell put up great stats. I mean, combined, they put up around 26 points per game, uh, and, uh, and about, uh, you know, 13 boards, uh, what what do you make of of all that? I mean, do, they'll be replaceable. You think? I know. I know everyone's high on them, but I still think there's something to it. Hawkins and O'Connell played big for them.
1: Yeah, and when um, the big fella Kalkbrenner went out, I thought those two guys really carried the load to finish off that San Diego State round of sixty four win, and then give them a chance against Kansas. I think the main thing that they're going to miss with those guys is just a senior leadership with those guys being two fifth year seniors. Um, obviously O'Connell started his career at Duke. So he had been in plenty of big games. That's the biggest thing I, I, they can replace their stats. They have plenty of guys with uh call Brenner, and even them hard, but mainly just the leadership.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Mason Miller, son of former, former uh, Florida Gator, Mike Miller played in the NBA for the heat. And a, I don't know, a bunch of teams. Uh yeah, it's going to be really interesting to watch. Uh I want to project the starting five um but before I get to that, I want to get us paid. I want to tell you folks out there that the Creighton Blue Jays 2022-23 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet a $100 at WinBet. Get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pickup contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250K in cash download the app, choose a contest, select your player, props, earn points for correct picks and climb up that leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills versus the house and win 20 times the amount of money, the 20, 20 times, the amount of money you enter. If you hit all your picks and it's not just NFL, it's NBA, it's MLB, it's PGA, it's MMA, it's NASCAR, uh, sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app in the app store to get a first deposit match of $25 we also brought to you by Babbel. All right. If you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, well, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel's a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Wow. All right. And look for, for, for people like me that really regret not learning in high school, I think it's fantastic. They have this because they have 10 minute lesson plans. So even if your life is just crazy, say you just got a new board, new job, whatever, I don't know, but 10 minute lesson plan. So you can just boom, right in your car, figure it out on the way to work. Uh, and you'll be having real life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language uh, learning apps uh, give you, or they use artificial intelligence essentially for their lesson plans. But with Babel, Babel was created by over 150 different language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not this computer nonsense. Uh, their teaching method has been scientifically, scientifically proven to be effective. Uh, with Babel. You can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German. Um, it's really just fantastic. So start, start your new language learning journey today with Babel right now, get up to 55% off your subscription. When you go to B a B B E slash SGP. Once again, that's Babel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription Babel. It's language for life, baby. Let's go. Uh, all right, we're back talking, talking, Creighton blue Jay, basketball projecting the starting five on some of these teams is absolutely hard as hell. You know, you have a better chance. I don't know. Cracking cracking. uh, I don't know. Some crazy, some crazy serial killer code. All right. But flip a coin. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, here we are. I think we, I think this one's kind of easy. I think this one's kind of easy Uh, at the one we're going to go Ryan Nebard. Eleven points per game a season ago, and once again, the three freshmen from a season ago: Nebhard, Trey Alexander, and Arthur Kaluma. I think you can pencil all in. Nebhard at the one, Trey Alexander at the two, Shireman transferring in at the three, Kaluma at the four, and Cockbrenner at the five. And when I look at that starting five, you could argue that's one of the best in the country, right?
1: Yes. And that's the reason they're preseason number nine. I think in the preseason polls is that is a really good starting five. You've got experience, young experience with three sophomores that contributed as freshmen. And then obviously you're bringing Shireman in as well to blend in. And I like, I mean, I like Farabello off the bench for him too.
0: I, I like mixing in those four freshmen with Farabello, Sharif yep. Mitchell. Uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of optimism. Uh, if if you are you should have a lot of optimism if you're a Blue Jay fan because I I you got to look at that roster and say hey this is this is this is really legit what we got going in Omaha here let's hop into the schedule at a conference first we know the Big East starts their conference play a little bit before all the other ones I know we were previewing a lot of the ACC and Big Twelve and those teams it seems like right around New Year's they get into uh, conference play not the case in the Big East we'll get to it. But on uh Monday, November 7th on Fox sports, One at the, at the shy health center, <laughs> what a ridiculous fucking name. Bring your, bring your membership. Uh, Cause St. Thomas is, is coming into Omaha. The Tommies shout out to St. Thomas. They're pretty new to the, uh, to D one, but I, I, I love their, uh, you know, their, their drive to, to want to be successful. Uh, St. Thomas coming in. Uh, that's a dub, right? That's just a flat out dub.
1: Yeah. I mean, y- you can pencil the first four in as a dub, I think, I think yeah. you agree with me on that. Looking yeah. At
0: the schedule. Yeah. The, after that's North Dakota, the fighting Hawks, then Holy cross uh, all three of those within the first week of the season. I will say this, you see Riverside's better than what people know. If there was one of the four to give them a game, it ain't going to be St. Thomas. It ain't going to be North Dakota. It ain't going to be Holy Cross. It will be UC Riverside. Keep an eye out on UC Riverside. I'm telling you they're they're better than what people think. They they opened the season against Colorado on, on, uh, on November 7th. I think they could beat Colorado. So keep keeping, yeah. keep an eye out on UC Riverside that game, but okay. Let's I, I'll, I'll go with you since they're all in Omaha. I got him four and zero out the gate. So then comes the Maui Invitational, and I mean, it's a hard ticket to Hawaii, and it's not paradise all the time, especially this year because the Maui Invitational is insane this year. It's absolutely insane. Uh, the the um, the teams that are in the the Maui Invitational. But first off, we know we don't know who they'll play. Besides on November twenty first, we know that Creighton is going to be playing the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Uh, what do you make of that? And uh, where where are you going on this one? You know,
1: we I think I'm trying to remember. We just did Texas Tech, and I think we picked. Uh, Texas Tech. I'm gonna flip here and go Creighton, actually. <laughs> so just re looking uh, back at, the, at my notes on it's Krayton easy to see a tide back, turn. <laughs> I was about to say it is easy to see a tide turn. So I'm gonna go with the Blue Jays to get this one done. In a I this is a heck of a this is game number one of the Maui. By the way, it's the early game.
0: Yeah, I mean, and the lineup is absolutely fucking loaded. By the way, and I agree with you. I'm gonna flip. All right, I'm gonna flip too. <laughs> <laughs> uh Uh, Texas tech Creighton, uh, the other teams in this field, Louisville, Arkansas, Ohio state, San Diego state, Cincinnati, Arizona. I mean, shit. Uh, Almost the entire field has been to the final four in the, in the past, I feel like 30 years. Uh, So just uh, some big time names there. Yeah. I'm going to flip too. Sorry. uh, Red Raider fans. Hopefully you're not listening to this one going to be like you asshole. Uh, (laughs) But the the reality is, is, is I think they're just a better team, especially I thought Texas tech was kind of returning more when I look at it. Now I, now I will say this, I'm not super confident on my flip. I'm taking Creighton now, but because I do wonder about the physical, the physicality that Texas tech plays with, you know, this Creighton team might not be able to match them from that, from that point of view.
1: I wish uh Fardos, uh the big fella for Texas tech was available to go head to head with Faulkner. I think that would be a hell of a matchup inside two guys that are six eleven, seven seven feet going right at it. So that's why I'm going Crayton. Just, yeah. just edging them out the, in the Speaker 0
0: Advantage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but, but we, and also Kaluma against O'Banner sound, sign me up. Uh, th- so then they're going to get the winner of, or the loser. Depending on uh, how that shakes out, on Louisville and Arkansas. Now I'll say this: If you're a Creighton fan, you want to root for Louisville because <laughs> I think yes. Arkansas could give the Arkansas won the portal again. I feel like <sighs> I still think all these are winnable games. So, and then you get these are all happening November twenty first, November twenty second, and then the uh, November twenty third. We don't know who they'll be playing and on the on the twenty third. So. Let me ask you this. What should Creighton fans be happy with in, on the Island and, and uh, performance wise, should they be happy with the two and one or should they be, ha- should they say three and Oh, we're, we're loaded this year. What do you think?
1: I, I mean, anytime you go to one of these loaded tournaments, you, it's got, you use the baseball MLB uh, logic where, Hey, let's just get to at least two out of three at worst. And then if we can, if we could sweep it, that's just gravy on top. Yeah. Uh, the team I feel sorry for is Louisville. Cause you got to play Arkansas. And then if you lose that, you got to play the loser of Creighton and Texas Tech.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough it's tough. tough, draw, it's man. tough. Uh, so that means through the month of November. So hold on. So what do you, what do you think? You're going to be two and one gun to your head three and zero. what do you think?
1: I'm going to go two and one, I'm going to pick Arizona to win the Maui.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go two and one too. I just feel like they're they're bound to lose to Texas tech, Arkansas or Arizona. And I'll be honest, I wouldn't be shocked if they're one and two. No,
1: I mean, yeah, it's the, it's the old baseball thinking, man, we got to get, we got to get two out of three out of this.
0: So that would put them at uh, six and one in the month of November. Then Oh hi, December, (laughs) December (laughs) 1st. You had to Austin, Texas to take on Chris Beard and the Texas Longhorns. Oof. I oh man, and they get Bishop, the revenge match. Christian Bishop, who starts for Texas, former uh, Creighton Blue Jay.
1: Um what a game coming out of the Maui. Jesus.
0: (laughs) Dude, this schedule's insane at a conference. Looking at the rest of it. Uh I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go loss in Austin. If I yeah, look, no, they're not uh, going to sweep Texas Tech and Texas. I mean, they could, but yeah. I'm trying to look at this, you know, from a fair point of view. We gave them Texas Tech. I'm giving them the, the loss in Austin.
1: Yeah, and we talked about in Texas. If this game was played in Omaha, we go Creighton. But since it's in Austin, we'll go Texas.
0: Yeah. Well, then they come home and they take on Fred Hoiberg and the Nebraska Cornhuskers, and I know they're giving them a long leash, but I'll be honest. I think this is gonna be Hoiberg's best team ever. Now, obviously you this could be Creighton's best team ever. I'm taking Creighton, but I am impressed with the schedule.
1: <laughs> it's loaded.
0: Yeah. Uh what are you doing here? They're gonna take down the Cornhuskers in Omaha.
1: Yeah, because especially if they're coming off a loss at Texas and maybe a loss or two, maybe at this point they might have three out of four losses. So this is a desperate spot. They're gonna they're gonna beat Nebraska, especially at home.
0: Well, then they head to Vegas to the Michelob Ultra Arena. <laughs> These names. <laughs> the, uh, that's a I mean I don't know uh, pussy ass beer, right? But uh, <laughs> look, they get BYU and uh, Mark Pope, who I think doing a good job there in Provo, as they they're on the cusp of joining the Big Twelve next year. That's a dangerous game because that's not BYU fans travel. I think BYU will have an advantage there. It's only like what, I don't know, five, six hour drive uh, from, from shit. If you if they're if they're BYU fans in Southern Utah, it's like an hour drive. Um, what do you, what, they get BYU. And then the, the next game is against Bobby Hurley in Arizona state, who is always an enigma in college basketball. Like obviously he's underachieved in Tempe, but their teams are always talented and they're always capable of beating really good teams because of how talented they are but yet they can never make the dance. Or if they ever make the dance, they lose in the first round. And those are normally the play in games. What are you doing on this two game stretch here? What a great fucking schedule. Shout out to, to, to Creighton because besides those cupcakes, uh, to start the season, St. Thomas, North Dakota and Holy Cross, I'm even going to give them credit for UC Riverside. This schedule is insane.
1: Well, yeah, and especially because the Big East plays twenty games, yeah. So this is the final. This is the final two non-conference games of their of their slate. I mean, no no wonder they played those four cupcakes to start the year.
0: (laughs) But I'm impressed, though, man. I like. I even think like Riverside's a tough schedule. I don't even. I don't even give Riverside the cupcake. uh, You know, title. But uh, yeah. uh, What are you doing with BYU and Arizona State? Two and O.
1: Yeah, barely, barely. I think I think they sc- two single digit wins because uh, these are two two more good tests here.
0: I think the BYU one is dangerous because I do expect that uh, to be a decent yes. a decent uh, advantage for BYU. Uh, I'll join you. I'll join you. So I will put them at a conference record at uh, what? What do we say? S- what uh, was it? Four six and one in November and then three and one in December at a conference. So what is that? Nine and two at a conference nine and 2. nine and two. And I think we're seeing eye to eye here, but then they they start conference play on December 16th. So what I'm going to do here is I'm only going to go up to, uh, up to the, the new year. All right. We're going to grade what their record would be at the end of 2022. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then we'll take a look at 2023. Uh, they start off at Marquette against Chaka smart on December, Friday, December 16th. They're going to win that. They're going to win that. I think Marquette might take a step back. Although I was impressed because Chaka smart certainly overachieved in his first season there.
1: I'm going to go Marquette here just because they will have been on the road for a long, long time coming from Vegas. So a little bit of a letdown, right? I mean, they the schedule makers didn't do them any favors having to go right from right from Vegas to Marquette, so I'll go Marquette in an upset
0: I like it I like it um, then they take on the Butler Bulldogs, man I wanna say upset here, but it's in Omaha, yeah, I'm high on Butler um i if you don't know, I'm high on Butler this year, but I know Creighton's good at home man um. All right, I'm gonna give them a win. I'm gonna give them the win, overtime win. There we go.
1: Yeah, no, I got. I, Especially if they lose to Marquette, they got to win this game. And shout out to the Big East for playing on Christmas Day. Oh
0: man, and that's a loaded slate. I <laughs> I, I looked at some of the other <laughs> games. Shout out to the Big East, Christmas DePaul at 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 uh, Creighton. Uh, this should be an easy man. win though. Creighton fans, you're gonna have a good Christmas. DePaul fans, it might you might start hitting the eggnog, the alcoholic eggnog a little early. Um, yeah, dude, I got them. Um, so that that's the last game of the regular season. I'm sorry. Of the 2022 segment of their season. I, I got them all with only two losses. I know you got them at three uh, coming into the new year and now, uh, now I'm going to shift, but before I get there, I want to, sh- uh I want to tell us uh, to tell everyone out there that the, uh, the college, basketball experiences brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football or basketball, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro basketball and football. They even got the NFL red zone. They got games in 4k at no extra charge. There's over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch it on all your devices, never miss a game or an episode with your, you know, because they have included cloud-based DVR. plus there's no contract there's no commitment you can cancel at any time right now you can try fubo tv for free for 7 days and get 15% off your first month just go to fubotv.com/sgp it's fubo tv.com/sgp we're also brought to you by odds trader odds trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books you can also c- compare the different sign up codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure yourself that you get the best deal possible uh and what I love about it is they have a bet tracker that organizes all your bets, all your games, all your betting activity. It's fantastic. Go to trader.com/bluewire. OddTrader the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, we're back talking Blue Jay basketball. Way more entertaining than Toronto Blue Jay baseball. All right, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that, all right? Hey, and look, there's probably a lot of Nebraska fans in here. I feel you're paying on the football field. I bet the over on the win totals, right? So you know, hopefully you'll have an opportunity to just tune into Creighton basketball this year or Hoiberg, the mayor, maybe, maybe they could have a good year. Maybe that, maybe that'll be a a great story. Both teams in Nebraska playing great ball, both big schools. I I should say, Um, but looking at the remainder of the schedule, uh, I want to, uh, to ask you, what is the spot where you say, uh, you know, maybe a three game stretch where, you know, Creighton fans are thinking, hey, one or two, we're gonna get the one seed, two seed in the NCAA tournament. And what's the stretch where you say they need they need to handle business here? Survive these three games with a winning record, like your baseball philosophy, perhaps. Yes. Uh is there a three game stretch that just uh stands out to you there? Or is it, you know, obviously the Big East is a gauntlet. Um I can tell you I have I have one that uh, is from February fourth to February eleventh, and that is home to Villanova, obviously Jay Wright. he's gone. Mm-hmm. uh Kyle Neptune steps in. You wonder, is there a chance for re- regression for from the Wildcats uh just because we haven't seen Kyle Neptune do this. Then uh, so they 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 get Nova at home where they could get a key win. Then they head to Seton Hall to take on Shaheen Holloway up in up in Newark, New Jersey. Then they're home to Yukon. If they could find I think if they take care of business there and win the home games and then, you know, I think they're capable of winning in Newark. I think you're you're you you have a solid chance assuming that you 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 do what you do at a conference of uh of really handling business uh and and perhaps locking up the top spot in the big East.
1: Yeah, no. And, and, you know, Creighton's like the West Virginia, the big East, where they're at such a disadvantage with their travel because of them being in the Midwest versus all these schools in the Northeast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Is there a three game stretch? I mean, another one to keep an eye on is January 7th to January 14th.
1: That's mine yeah because you got you gotta to go to Yukon and Xavier those are two uh, I mean Yukon's always right there. Xavier's gonna be improved with Shaw Miller and then if you do happen to go oh and two on that road trip, hopefully you can at least get one you got you can't have a letdown against Providence at home,
0: yeah yeah. Uh, that is a tough story. I mean, this whole schedule is brutal. This is a great schedule as far as like great games. If you're a, a Creighton fan. Fun. Yeah. If you're a Creighton fan, you're probably thinking, Hey, I wish we would have dialed it back a little bit, but I don't know. Maybe the fans are saying, Hey, we want, we want good competition throughout the whole season. Cause you certainly have it. You certainly have it. Mm-hmm. I only see like, I mean, cause even DePaul I think has improved this year, honestly, you look at the entire schedule and to me, there's only three or four flat out wins. Like I'm not calling for them to be. I think they still. I'm going to be in the NCAA tournament, but I'm saying everyone else they play is decent.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, the Big East has kind of turned into the Big Twelve a little bit with how competitive and they play everybody twice now. Especially you take away two by games and you replace it with two more Big East games now with the 20 game slate.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent, man. Uh, so let me ask you this. I know we're, we're still like injuries could happen. All this other stuff could happen, but Mm-mm. what's your, what's your pecking order in the Big East? Where, where do you have Creighton, you know, ending up, uh, you know, there are a lot of publications have them being the top team in, in the big East. Are you going to, are, are are you going to match that? Or are you going to say, you know what? I don't know that they can live up to the hype. They put a target. They have put a target on their back. The media yeah. has the media has, you know, whether uh, McDermott wants to admit it or not. So I do think you you know when you when you go play UConn when you go play Providence when you go play Xavier they're coming for you because they've been reading those press clippings.
1: I'm gonna go. I think they're gonna finish second. I think it's gonna come down to that February 25th matchup at Villanova, and I'm just gonna take the pedigree of Villanova to get it done. So I got Creighton finishing second. I think Villanova, Creighton, and UConn are the top. Year, I would say, and then right after that, you kind of get the Xavier's and St. John, Seaton Hall, and Providences.
0: Ah, it's tough. I I feel like I am going to. It's tough. I, I, you know what? I am gonna I am gonna take them to finish second or third too. And I know we might eat shit on this one because I the Neptune going when you lose Jay Wright, a Hall of Fame coach. Mm-hmm. And this is not a disrespect to Kyle Neptune, but you got to wonder, are you going to be able to continue to, to play, to, to coach at that level? Will your teams be able to uh, play at that level? Uh, however, I kind of think, yes. I also think Yukon, I, I also think uh, that Xavier might find themselves in that mix. And I also think Butler yeah. could as well. Um. And I know I, we've never seen McDermott with this much talent. Yeah, I feel like we've had some really talented teams, but I feel like this one might be their most talented that I can recall. Maybe maybe I'm the idiot here, but uh, give me them to finish second as well. I hate agreeing. So we're agreeing too much. We're agreeing too much. I know. All right, the best episodes be are were more. Ta-
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> great minds uh, alike.
0: Uh. But I cannot wait. And I think that's one of the fascinating storylines is can Creighton establish itself as the team to beat in the in the Big East for years to come? Because you look at that roster, with NIL being a thing now, obviously the portal, you know, things can change. But when I look at this roster, I see two seniors on this team. Two seniors. Francisco Farabello and Baylor Shireman. So you want to talk about. Establish it and if this year, if they can lock up that one seed, win the Big East regular season title, then win the Big East tournament perhaps, yeah. and and establish itself. Jay Wright's gone. We have the most experienced coach. And and you know, this is the way things are gonna be in the future When the Big East. It goes through Omaha. I, I can't wait for the season to start. I really can't. Shout out to Creighton's athletic director and the Creighton program for putting together that tough of a schedule. They're gonna be must-watch TV all year. Folks, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience and uh, remember, check out the College Football Experience too. Creighton, what's up? Start your fucking football program. Come on, you're in Omaha. Nebraska fans are thirsty. They're thirsty for football. All right. Even Omaha's program, what they were like FCS or D two or something. They they don't even play anymore. What's going on? Hey, Nebraska, play some more football. All right. I get it. The Cornhuskers. They got it. They're going to go hire somebody. They're going to go hire somebody. I know the whole state I've been to the great state of Nebraska. It's a great state. The fans are passionate, but Hey, Creighton, let's go FCS. Let's go FCS. Start your football program. All right. Subscribe to the college football experience. We come together as one. Once again, remember the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick. Uh We, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe, tell a friend and all, uh, all year long. You're going to hear us. If you, if you are brand new to the college basketball experience, then you do not know that every, when the season tips on November 7th, you're going to be hearing us every single night, every single night of the college basketball season talking best bets. Yes. Cause we are a part of the sports gambling podcast, but also we love college hoops. So not only just the best bets, the best matchups to watch. What do we, what, what do we find so intriguing about this, this that matchup, you're going to hear all that good stuff. Uh, so if you're brand, if you're, if you're a brand new fan, the college basketball say, I'm going to give it a try this year. Let us be, let us be the gateway. All right, let's go. Uh, also check out, uh, give, give Ryan a follow here and check out all of his work. Um, first off, you can give him a follow on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. He, uh, he's got several great podcasts that I highly recommend. If you love the national football league, check out the NFL gambling podcast. And then if you're watching on YouTube, you see this backdrop of his promoting the Ryan and Russ show where they, they talk gambling, I believe uh, all, all over. So check out that uh, highly recommend that. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for the season to drop and uh, can't wait till then folks check out the sports gambling podcast, check out all of our other platforms as you know, NBA gambling podcast, NHL gambling uh, podcast, uh, soccer, the world cups around. So soccer gambling podcast, check out all that good stuff. All right. Uh, We got you covered. All right. We talk college hoops year round here. They talk all those other sports year round there. So, all right, folks, this is the college basketball experience, Creighton Blue Jay style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. What the fuck
1: did I do Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.
0: I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy.
1: Every Olympics. It doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers. It's easy to see a tide turn. again. Oh
0: my god. When we were winning conference titles and going to the final four, we were making a statement.
1: They're begging us. Please have a party. Beat us straight.
0: Well, I don't get it. I got a But they're counting down seven, six, five.